0: the was in.
1: If you pay to watch this, you'll get to see it. Our Patreons. Patreons, Yes, yes.
0: exactly. Yes. It's really it's hot footage. It's really <laughs> it can't be shown on TV. I don't know. What are what's the expression? Uh, not safe for uh, No it is not safe for work. I don't know what Viewers I'm discretion advised. There it is. Oh, capital <laughs> M for mature, for mature audiences.
1: audiences only.
0: Yes. Uh, every time I see that warning, I congratulate myself on being mature oh. enough to watch it.
1: Welcome to another episode of MQA Sunday with your hosts Margot and Steve. Today we have returning guests, Father Murray, our pastor, and our director of Hispanic Ministries, Charlie Joyce. Take a seat at our kitchen table and join the conversation.
0: Hello. Good morning. Good afternoon. (laughs) We don't know what time it is. This the studio is like a casino. There's no clocks. That's right. There's no natural light in here, so we could have been in here for hours by now. We don't know,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: but we're excited to be here. We're going to have a great conversation around this Sunday's gospel, Mm -hmm. and our loyal viewers may notice that we've done a whole kangaroo switcheroo here. I'm still in my usual seat. Yes. Uh, Stephen has moved over here. And Charlie is at the rains today, the technological reins. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> yes, yeah, so please pray for Charlie. And then Father Murray, our friend, pastor, boss. So behave yourselves, that people. Order. Oh, that's nice. Thank you, Stephen. <laughs> uh, Father Murray was with us in our sort of pre, in the director's cut. Yes. When you buy the yeah. CD set, you'll see when the you episodes. See, right. So anyway, hey, Father Murray's here. We've just all had lunch, so we're nearly nappy, Mm -hmm. and we're going to have a great conversation (laughs) around this week's gospel. If you're joining us for the first time, um, this is MQOA Sunday, and we use our beta lesson process, which is our small group process here in the parish, comes out every week and gives you a chance, like us, to have just a sort of casual conversation, to read through the gospel have kind of access to it, see what it says and see what it says to us, each of us. And you can follow along with the lessons on our website, et cetera. You can just, just grab a cuppa and join us and we'll start the conversation. That's an expression. A cuppa. Yeah. Okay. Charlie, back me up on this. You've heard yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> I've you, heard a,
2: a cuppa and a cup of Joe.
0: Yeah. See. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> It's for mature audiences only, Stephen. Sure. Okay, so let's do our icebreaker. Whoever's ready, tell us your name, uh, whether you're right-handed or left-handed, and how many glasses of water you drink a day, typically. Who's ready? You look ready.
3: Sure, I'm ready. I'm Father Bob Murray, and I am left-handed, and I think that I drink roughly eight glasses of water a day, which is the uh, recommended dosage. (laughs) okay
0: okay yes yes it's very responsible of you well done (laughs) thank you (laughs) steven how about you
1: i'm steven i'm right-handed and i'm supposed to drink 64 ounces and i think i probably do half at 32 okay i have a bottle water bottle It's 32
0: okay i should drink more though okay well we're not judging
1: no but i can feel it though oh i can feel when i don't drink enough water
0: okay all right we won't get into what that feels like Charlie, how about you?
2: I am a right-handed and I also feel like I don't drink enough water um each day, but I also I can tell when I I I need to drink water. So
0: Really?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay. How many glasses of water do you drink?
0: Um I so I'm Margo. Mm-hmm. I'm right-handed and I drink seltzer all day long. Okay. So I don't know if that counts. Does it count? Yeah.
1: Sure. There's no sodium in it. So it's just... That's right. There's
0: bubbles and natural flavors. But if you drink it
1: all day long, you don't know how it is when you don't drink it all day long. That's
0: true. Yeah. I guess I should give that a shot. Mm. Not drinking enough water so I can... know. (laughs) Okay. So here's what happens... At always Sunday, we're going to have the gospel read twice. Father Murray's going to read it the first time. We're going to take a minute just to soak it in, see what God's telling you. You can actually even ask God to point something out in the gospel as you hear it. What does God want you to hear specifically this week in this moment in time? So we'll take a minute just to kind of soak it in, and then I'll read it the second time, and then we'll just, we'll converse.
3: John said to Jesus, Teacher, we saw someone casting out demons in your name. We tried to stop him because he was not following us. But Jesus said, Do not stop him, for no one who does a deed of power in my name will be able soon afterwards to speak evil of me. Whoever is not against us is for us. For truly I tell you, whoever gives you a cup of water to drink because because you bear the name of Christ will by no means lose the reward. If any of you put a stumbling block before one of these little ones who believe in me, it would be better for you if a great millstone were hung around your neck and you were thrown into the sea. If your hand causes you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life maimed than to have two hands and go to hell to the unquenchable fire. And if your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life lame than to have two feet and be thrown into hell. And if your eye causes you to stumble, tear it out. It is better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into hell where where their worm never dies and the fire is never quenched.
0: Take a minute, soak that in. If you're looking at it, just look back over the words. See what stands out to you. John said to Jesus, Teacher, we saw someone casting out demons in your name, and we tried to stop him because he was not following us. But Jesus said, Do not stop him, for no one who does a deed of power in my name will be able soon afterward to speak evil of me. Whoever is not against us is for us. For truly I tell you, whoever gives you a cup of water to drink because you bear the name of Christ will by no means lose their reward. If any of you put a stumbling block before one of these little ones who believe in me, it would be better for you if a great millstone were hung around your neck and you were thrown into the sea. If your hand causes you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life maimed than to have two hands and go to hell to the unquenchable fire. And if your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life lame than to have two feet. And to be thrown into hell. And if your eye causes you to stumble, tear it out. It is better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into hell where the worm never dies and the fire is never quenched. So sort of a light gospel this week, right? (laughs) Some, some, Some beautiful sort of florid imagery. Something you want to something you want to read over just before you go to sleep at night, I right. think. Right. <laughs> what, uh, what stands out to you just in your first go through for this?
2: Well, now I know where, you know, how many glasses of water you drink a day question was referencing. <laughs> Charlie,
0: you can't, can't get anything past Charlie.
2: <laughs> I truly tell you whoever gives you a cup of water to drink because you bear the See? name of Christ. Or
0: eight cups, Right. I guess, right. <laughs>
2: And so it had to have come from that. Um, so there, there's that. That's the first thing that stood out. And I guess next thing was um, the fact that Jesus is telling uh, his followers, you know, if, there's some, if someone's doing a good deed, um, just like you all are doing in my name, mm-hmm. don't stop them. Let, let them continue to do uh, the good work. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: He's not protecting the brand. Right, right. He's not um copywriting the the brand of whatever Christianity Jesus. He's he's saying go for it, kind of right. Yeah,
3: it's yeah. been part of his message. The spirit blows where it will. Oh yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, yeah. What what about you two? Anything kind of pop out to you from this reading? I
1: like the first paragraph. Um, when he goes into like the details, I'm I'm lost on that. Because it's a metaphor, but mm-hmm. I really do like that. Um, like wh- whoever is not against us is for us, and you know this is probably a, a, a continuous to the conversation of last week where or the week before like who's the greatest, right? So now they like want to control the message, the apostles, <laughs> yeah. and now Jesus Classic is saying
0: apostles. saying
1: no. You know they're doing the right thing. They're saying through my name, um, and then he goes into this tangent. That I would skip over.
0: Really, Stephen? Because this, I I would almost guess you wrote this. <laughs> honestly, this is so you. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because you're very much into discarding things. That you I do think love are a bad.
1: discarding. <laughs> I do love to discard.
0: So, there. See.
1: But not my piece of my human body.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I'll give you that. Yeah. So far, so good. Anyway, FM, what do you think?
3: Right. <clears throat> yeah, I think that part of the picking up what Charlie said and, and Stephen also think that the idea that there's a lot more uh, spiritual or good work going on than, uh, than we have to see, um, that we get to see. There's lots of it goes on anonymously. That's the first thing that kind of comes to my mind also. But then uh, but then also, too, I think that Jesus spoke in kind of an exaggerated way sometimes in order to get people's uh, people's attention that um, I'm sure he didn't mean cut it off I'm sure he meant you know pay attention to wh- where your sin is mm. and where your weaknesses are and and then pay attention and that's how if you cut it off is another I, another way of address it you know if, mm. you know if you're a violent person then you need to learn to watch what you do with your hands yeah mm. or you know you're a person who stares and judges, Watch what you do with your eyes. Right. Okay. That's that's kind of where I go with that.
0: Yeah. He's he's definitely here. Are th- these four disciples? Bless their hearts. Mm. Thinking <laughs> something's important, right? Right. And he's uh, he, they're like, hey, isn't this great? What we did? We totally stopped this guy. He was right. using your name, and expecting probably to be like, thank you, thanks, yeah. right? Right. <laughs> and what what they get is like, no. Oh, no, don't stop him. Yeah. yeah.
3: I think also this is an, also an extension of the last couple of weeks where mm-hmm. you know where does all the bad stuff come from? It comes. It doesn't come from without. That's right. It's all from within your heart. And, you know, decisions you make in your mind, and so mm-hmm.
0: right, yeah. right. It's uh that difference of like what's a negative influence, right? Mm-hmm. In the they're worried about other people, and he's reminding them like, no, no, no. It's all, you. Have, you need to monitor yourself. First, right. Right. Yeah. Before, right. Yeah. Don't don't worry about that. Right. Do you think it's true? I mean, do you agree with Jesus that no one that it's okay for people to just use Jesus's name to do good works if they're not really into it? Do you know what I mean? Like, do Depends you think it's on what
3: what's on their insides? I mm, guess. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So are they doing it for fame and fortune, or are you doing it because you really hope that this person has healing? Right. Or this person, yeah, receives forgiveness.
0: Right, right, right. Yeah, so, but he kind of doesn't say that, right? He's like, he I don't even care why they're doing it. Right. And this can rub us wrong, I think, naturally, the disciples, and I think anyone who's kind of worked hard to be a Christian, let's mm. say, right? right, who's like working, who's working hard to kind of make sure that their influence are is Christ-centered, Mm-hmm. To hear, you know, like I think for Catholics for a long time, it was like, well, well, you know, I'll say this when I was a kid, I had a lot of friends who were Baptist and this is I don't think this is necessarily true of all Baptists. I haven't met all Baptists, but the ones that I knew growing up thought for sure that Catholics were going to hell. Right. So for it's them, they were protecting the brand. They were like, no, 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 no. Mm. You can't. Mm. You, you can't do this right in the world. You can't even be saved because you're you're not using the brand the right way. Is how it came across to me. Yeah. Mm. Have you do you have any experience with that? FM
3: almost oh, certainly. Yeah, that you know, people asking you know you're not saved and like yeah I am I was baptized.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, I, it makes me think of the first year you were in Salem, and uh, decided to go out and check out Halloween night. Oh. Do you remember? <laughs>
1: And how was that? <laughs> dude, I
0: I remember that you found a guy on a crate preaching. Oh yes, that's right. right? Oh yes,
1: I know this guy.
0: Probably, yeah. probably. And the, like, what was in that moment where you like, maybe you were having a moment like this, like, oh, dude, <laughs> you know, we're not. I don't know if we're playing on the same team. Right.
1: But they do say that he was casting out demons. So it looked like he was actually doing something. Oh, that's true. Right? And the people who... That guy, for example, is not sharing love. Mm. In the oh, town okay. square during Hall- Halloween, they're telling... He's casting them. To, yeah. Oh. Um,
0: yeah. So
1: um, like, so I think there's a difference. I think because he was actually casting out demons, that he was actually on brand and using his name the right way.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Um, but yeah, I definitely see. But it's... It's just interesting because this is kind of like this. This he's kind of foreshadowing the church, mm-hmm. right? It's all it's all, it's going to break out, break apart. It's going to spread. And it's right? going to spread. Gonna be it's going to be different, different people. Factions, yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. So he's he definitely, I think, is trying to.
0: He's basically saying Catholics are okay <laughs> in this reading, right? Don't <laughs> right, you think? God, right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right. Like we can all can do it in different ways, mm. um, which is nice but we have to be careful of of course. Right. So is that do uh, not
0: It's about like you said, your internal, your intentions, right? Yeah. Where it comes from. The other thing it makes me think about is that my mom, who grew up, she was born in the 30s, so very pre-Vatican II childhood, mm-hmm. if that means anything to anyone. But she was taught never to go into another kind of church, like right. same thing, like yeah. the same kind of lesson. Mhm. Were you taught that? Yes. You were.
1: Yep. Yeah.
3: You don't want to, you don't want to go in there?
0: Really?
1: Because it was evil, or <laughs> they were just, you might want to stay. It might, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it might. be. That might it be. Might it might be nicer. It might be. Music's better. <laughs>
0: their their pews are cushioned, <laughs> and yeah, you just never never want to. Cushion
1: seats. Who knew? You know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. I think yes to all those. Okay. I think. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I I just think that perhaps they thought that our faith was at that point too too undeveloped, or and so don't go in there. As, certainly as a, a youngster, and the other part of it too. I remember friends of mine who were not Catholic um, daring each other to come into church. <laughs>
0: really? <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah it's just um, that's funny. Is it like yeah. run in and touch a pew or exactly something? Exactly. Right. Get a bulletin just to show you're <laughs> that's inside. So funny! <laughs>
2: that's I That's that. Yeah. I mean, I had uh, several friends, um, uh, you know, in, in my youth who also, I, I think, um, thought about the Catholic faith in the same way. I mean, I grew up in the South. Right. And so I was the minority. I was, um, you know, with a lone Catholic and, and in a classroom full of Protestants. Um, but, yeah, I think every now and then um, I have to answer questions mm-hmm. um, about my faith. Yeah. And, you know. It was always about um, what what goes on in in inside, in, inside your community. Like wh- what are y'all doing? There was always this like right. This yeah. suspicion. Right. Um, and so I invited one of my friends um, <gasps> one Sunday to go to mass with me, mm. and I think that helped to demythologize
0: okay. what he was. He um, dared yeah, enter. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What
2: he had like created in his mind about us, um, but uh, yeah.
0: That's funny. Uh, it is kind of the same thing that's happening in the story, right? We're making assumptions based on who we think someone is, mm-hmm. right? Right. We're guessing about what they are doing. Yeah. Um, and I think I I think you're hinted to this too. It's it's got to be more about the fruit. Like we never ask, like, oh, are they actually healing demons over there? Is what's the fruit of their work? Mm-hmm. And that's a better way to judge whether they're using the mm-hmm. the brand correctly, right? Right.
2: By their fruits, you will know them.
0: It's what they say. It's what they say. Now, in Vatican II, which FM will explain in just a minute, uh, there was a <laughs> conversation about this, about whether it was possible that people in other denominations could be saved or whether there was wisdom that we could gain from other denominations, mm-hmm. other right? Do you remember this? This yeah. is a pop quiz, I know. And I totally have the teaching right here on this paper. But if you want to say something first.
3: Um, yes. Well, I, I think <laughs> I think part of Vatican II was addressing the issue of, right, uh, extra ecclesia, no salus. Outside the church, there's no salvation. Right. That's and what so, I was going to
0: say. Right?
3: And so um, <laughs> that was part of the, the controversy. It had grown up very lo- locally here in the Boston area, actually, uh, with uh Father Feeney preaching on the Boston Common that uh, outside the church there was no salvation. Oh. And so he, and that was part of the reason why, um, yeah, there's a, a, all kinds of stories behind that. But, mm. and there's actually still a group of people who have a, a place out in the middle of the Stillwater, out in the middle of the middle of the state somewhere um, that still pretty much hold to
0: that, I believe. Really? Yeah. That's so interesting. Um,
3: right. But very, yeah. So anyway, uh, very orthodox uh, Catholic thinking, although it was th- that that teaching was changed. That teaching was we recognize that um, it is possible for people to uh, to live virtuous lives. We even speak about that. We pray for all of those folks. If you uh, listen to the Good Friday prayers of the faithful, mm-hmm. you can hear that we're praying for uh, the Jewish people, the first to hear, the first to be in a covenant, um, and then you know for for the Christian communities for those who do not believe in Jesus, for those who do not believe in God, mm-hmm. and uh, that all of those folks, you know, obviously, uh, can be prayed for first of all, but also to um, that it's it's possible that they could achieve salvation. But we believe that, you know that the church is the principal instrument.
0: Now, was there a prayer? Was there a Good Friday prayer before Vatican II that was sort of? It was pretty anti-Semitic. anti-Semitic right? <laughs> oh,
1: really? Yeah, classic. Do you remember what it said?
0: It was something like, we pray for the Jews who killed Jesus, essentially. Essentially. right? Yeah. And I have a friend who, as a kid, she was Protestant. And as a kid, somehow ended up in a good Friday mass. And she says, my friend Nancy, says um, she heard that. And she was like, what did the Jews do? <laughs> <laughs> and her mother was like, don't worry about it. <laughs> but she was like, wow, bad impression right, for the church. She must have been right on the cusp. Right. Of that change, but we've come a long way. We've made progress yeah. in this, right? I'll read you sort of the pull pull quote for for what we're talking about, and this is this sort of refers to like Lumen Gentium, right? And the Catechism. It's in the Catechism, but I'll I'll give you this perfect pull quote. You can tell me what you think of it. While claiming to have been especially gifted with the fullness of God's revealed truth. And having been protected from error by the guidance of the Holy Spirit, the church nevertheless acknowledges that God is at work for the salvation of humankind in the other great religions of the world and in other Christian churches and ecclesial communities. Okay.
1: <laughs> great.
0: So, that's settled. I
1: wonder how long it took them to uh, oh, write I that. I can
0: just imagine, right? It was uh, yeah. two or three years in the council, so...
1: So then, the question is, why be Catholic?
0: Oh, is that the question?
1: Right. I mean, that's what they're saying. It's like it's okay no, to no, no, not no, be Catholic. No, we are
0: especially gifted. Oh,
1: we're especially gifted.
0: <laughs> it Says it <laughs> okay. right there. Well,
1: I think that
3: uh, we would say about ourselves, we're the, the principal <laughs> instrument of <laughs> salvation. But that, uh, but that, not being uh, not being part of the church doesn't exclude someone necessarily okay. from mm-hmm. salvation.
0: Mm-hmm. So d- do be Catholic. Mm-hmm is our answer to that yeah well you know what that is that is exactly i think what the apostles are worried about right like if everyone's calling themselves a christian or a follower of jesus and everyone's casting out demons then what are we doing right you know like why am i following this guy to the cross not that they knew that but why, you know, why yeah. am I putting myself at risk for this guy when everyone can, every you know, Tom, Dick, and Harry can come out mm-hmm. here and use his name and get rid of demons? Yeah, It's an understandable question. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus doesn't like it, though, in the story. He's not
1: really liking his, his friends <laughs> <He's> recently.
0: <laughs> I do feel like we've reached that section of Mark where he is just... Annoyed, yeah, with that. I can relate, which I like. You can relate,
1: <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I guess I mean, if he has his eye on the prize, which is like he knows what's coming up, right? He knows that he's gonna die and mm-hmm. it's gonna be horrible. Like, this is a, that's a stupid question, you yeah. know? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about death here, and you're asking, it's, right. right? You know, so I can totally relate to be like, that's not the point, yeah, move on, but um, I do. This whole experience of MQA Sunday has really humanized the apostles for me, though.
0: Oh, that's good. Which is good. nice. That, I like that. Because
1: they're they're hyping on different human emotions.
0: They Who's are the greatest so human. And, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And kind of lost.
0: Hmm. The whole amputation section?
1: No, no, no. Like, they're kind of oh, lost. Oh, they're lost. Oh, yeah. okay. Like, you can tell that, spoiler alert. Pentecost comes and they, yes. need, more, like,
0: uh-huh. they need more wisdom in right.
3: time. I, I think that's all part of it, right? That they
1: that that's all part
3: of the, the, the drama of Mark is that no one knows, even the apostles, mm. uh, who Jesus is really. Ah, I mean, okay. And, and until you and, you know, spoiler alert again <laughs> when the centurion says truly this man was the son was the son of God, uh, that's that's the answer to the whole who is this guy? Right. It doesn't come until he's uh. on the cross dead. <laughs> Right and and then the resurrection comes and uh, and I think then the apostles understand everything in the light of the and the, the point is in the gospel of Mark everything has to be understood in the light of the resur- in light of the crucifixion. Mm-hmm.
0: The
1: oh, okay. Love that story.
0: The crucifixion. No, story? the
1: um, <laughs> the soldier. Oh, like the first one <laughs> to like acknowledge the first one, you know, in that yeah. way.
3: Right. Yeah. Not a Catholic.
1: Not a Catholic, a right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Not a follower. Starting to sense Not a theme
0: here. <laughs> they
1: yeah. should do a mini series on him. It'd be all fake, I wonder but, if
0: they did. We yeah. haven't gotten very far in Chosen. Maybe they've gotten there. Oh,
1: maybe. Well, it wouldn't be that far in Chosen. It'd be like the end of Chosen, I guess. I don't
0: know. Yeah. yeah. I've only watched one episode.
1: Oh, so
0: <laughs> we have fans among us. We have—I know people who are very into the series Chosen. You really like Chosen, yeah? I do very much. Though. Have you seen it all?
3: i haven't seen all of it i'm about halfway through uh season two. Oh, okay. oh, okay
1: that's mostly all of it
0: mm. right there's only two se- have you seen yeah. any charlie charlie's in grad I, school he has no time for such things i have
2: seen one episode oh. and i think it was same the best. first episode of the second
3: oh.
0: charlie um, come on had... come on i know
2: watching it <laughs> what, who's out in
0: order? charge of this person <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's queuing up you did the reviewing? same thing with the crown you started with the fourth
1: I, season that's right that's, that's right rebel I don't, even, I don't even know if we can be friends. <laughs> That's
0: just a weird way to watch television. That's Okay. Well, I'll move on. We'll move on. Keep should going. we take a break? But we should. Yeah. Let, you know what? Let's take a break. I'll calm down. A what? A break. <laughs> and I'll go I'll, 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 it. I'll calm, we'll see throw I'm some, some
1: hot water. Uh, cold water on you.
0: <laughs> okay. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. Hey there, Margot Morin here, your pastoral associate.
1: And I'm Steven Antonio, your Director of Family Engagement.
0: We're coming to you from Mary Queen of the Apostles Parish in Salem, Massachusetts. And we want to tell you what Mary Queen of the Apostles has for your family's faith.
1: We have something for everyone in your household, from Family Alpha for parents with teenagers, to Children's Liturgy of the Word, which we call Wondrous Stories, and Sacramental Prep for those looking for baptisms, First Communions, and Confirmation.
0: Something for everyone in your household, and as, including the parents. Yes. We love to help you grow. In faith together, where can they find out more?
1: You can find out more information on our website at mqoa.org/slash-ff.
0: Uh, Father Murray, you mentioned something earlier, and I—I I don't know if you did this on purpose, but you're, the Pope agrees with you totally on what you see. You talked about the Spirit blowing where it will. That was you, right? Yes. I want to read you this quote from an article about what the Pope said about this reading. Uh, it's he says the temptation to be scandalized by the freedom of god who sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous alike bypassing bureaucracy officialdom and inner circles threatens the authenticity authenticity of faith hence it must be vigorously rejected did you get that <laughs> no to be <laughs> to be upset at how easily god gives grace mm-hmm we need to let go of that and not put bureaucracy and steps and hoops in the way of that freedom. Right. Okay. And it says, uh, the spirit blows where it will. What truly scandalizes the Pope explained is that which destroys our trust in the working of the spirit. We haven't even talked about the spirit in this. And the spirit is not explicitly mentioned, but do you see the spirit kind of, secretly being present in this story?
3: I see it in the first half, certainly. And then um, I think that um, in the first half, it's quite obvious. Well, in my opinion, in the first half, it's mm. quite obvious that uh, the spirit blows through anyone who uses the name of Jesus to do, some, to, to do some good work or does it because they're trying to imitate Christ. I think in the second, I, it's, the second part is kind of blowing through in that it is more like a prophetic way. Mm. Look at this, this is your weakness
0: yeah you know mm. so
3: it it you know kind of whatever blows back the hair on your face to see that you need to wash it
0: <laughs> yep. Mm. yep yep or
3: or you know or you know or even clarifies you know allows you to see what your hand is just done in hitting somebody or mm-hmm. stealing something or that kind of stuff, yeah, so that um uh so that's where the spirit the spirit illuminates that the darkness,
0: yeah, very yeah. cool
1: it's kind of like the healing spirit in the beginning and then there's the like conscious spirit yeah right like working in the background yeah
0: kind of thing yeah
1: kind of your guide
0: where it says um if any of you put a stumbling block before one of these little ones who believe in me this part about the stumbling block i think that's what he's kind of talking about right to put steps between the giver of grace and the receiver Mm -hmm. uh I think it's something we've done as a church in the you past. You think? <laughs> I think it's happened. I'm sure it happens in every church, right? Yeah. And, and I think it reflects kind of what the apostles are saying. Like, there needs to be some criteria, right? Right. And uh, Stephen and I who have been in faith formation jobs for so long, have seen it. I won't speak for you, but I've seen the gamut, even even still now, par- um, parishes who are saying, Oh no! You have to do this. There's a list of things you have to do in order to really like. They're not saying, but earn your sacrament, right? Mm-hmm. And I get it because it's it's hard to just kind of be like, I don't know. It takes a lot of trust, I guess, and faith in just sort of saying, just come and get it, right? Yeah. May I? Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah.
3: The churches teach. It's interesting, like on baptism. Um, I always say that, like, if grandmothers show up and say, "I want to have my granddaughter baptized," mm-hmm. the only rule I say to them is that look, at parents have to ask for it. So just mm-hmm. have your mother have, have the mother call me, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that starts, and that's it. That's the process starts, yeah. And basically, um, I think that's the fact that um, um, and then she does or he does, the mother or father. Um, that's obviously grace is working, mm-hmm. and and so you know, hopefully we'll respond to that. The, I think the other part of it, though, is we even within the baptism, right? We we do, you know, we say we have an expectation of you. Mm-hmm. So,
0: right, right, right. Yeah, I, it's under. I think it's understandable. It's that human part of us, right? Yeah. That says if you if I give this to you freely, you won't value it.
1: Right. Yeah. Or like help you fully understand what you're signing up to be. Right.
0: Like thing. I want to know that you know yeah. all the things that you need to know. Right. If you look at the, the canon law behind sacraments, uh, there's not a lot of hoops to mm. jump through to be yeah. able to
1: receive. No, desire is right? a huge part of well, it. Desire, I mean, yeah. In the definition alone, isn't it, it outward sign of inward grace? Mm. So it already happened inward.
0: Oh, that's right? an interesting theological sacramental theology theory, Stephen. Right? I, I've, that is, you're not the first person that's okay. thought that. Charlie, anyone? Any, any comment on the right
1: side? <laughs> Is that true? Is it not true? Other theories?
2: I um, <laughs> <laughs> I agree with everything that's been said already. Charlie, <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, you know what? I do think. We want, as much as we want to, because we're humans, we want to pinpoint that moment where it right. happens, right? We want to have some you kind of control. You asked that, priest control. was like,
1: when does he become Jesus in right. mass? Right, right. Uh, and what his response was like...
0: It doesn't matter. I asked <laughs> Father B, when, in the consecration, like, when does it happen that it becomes Eucharist? And he said, it doesn't matter.
3: <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think the uh, the... common understanding the catechism understand would be when the priest says this is my body and he says so (laughs) in yeah when yes okay
0: well that really kind of takes the beautiful teaching out of that story but (laughs) sorry yeah no that's fine he was being for that
1: he was being jesus he was like you're asking about this little point (laughs) right right and that's not the point yeah 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 so
3: when when is the community the community
1: Right, I
0: right,
3: mean, right. At the opening song, or at yep. the, yeah. at the Eucharist. I mean, when are we community?
0: Uh, I feel like the church's whole life has been spent trying to decide what's important, yeah. right? What it what it must control, what it can't control. Look, like, that's I think that's how revelation happens in the mm. church. Like what what's ours to control and what's ours to trust.
1: I think that this showcases to me that the church in general. Needs to trust the spirit more, and hmm. I think that when you do put barriers and a carrot and all of this just for the sake of control, you are you're trying to put the spirit in a box. Hmm. And I think that you're asking, who's the greatest? Yeah, and you're asking, oh yeah, that.
0: Oh, that's very profound, Stephen. That's right, beautiful.
1: And I think personally, if anyone's coming into church asking for a sacrament, you should. Come to blessings because there's a lot of things in the world telling us not to go to church and not to have faith. Mm-hmm. So if someone comes to a church and says, I want a B or C,
0: mm.
1: it should be yes. It's
0: definitely a good sign. Yeah. Yeah. It's a yes. And.
1: Yes. And. yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yes and. yeah. Yeah.
0: Cause it's, yeah. Yeah. I, that's the Simpsons quote where, of uh, course. <laughs> when it asks the, the pastor, am I, If I do this, am I going to to hell? And he says something like, well, the answer is a yes with a but or a no with an and. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's always a little. Oh, which reminds me, another Simpsons reference. Did you, what do you think about this idea of hell? This burning flames of hell sort of image that he talks about in this reading. And I'm thinking of this because of the Simpsons, the Springfield Tire Fire, which maybe I'm the only one. You it's uh, always on. <laughs> it's always on fire. No, Sim- viewers. You guys need to watch the Simpsons. It's 30 years old. It's old. Get on it. Anyway, um, the the flames of hell. What is this your image of hell? Is this how this looks t- in your mind's eye?
2: I mean, I think he's um he, he's trying to get a point across. Yeah. And so he's using um very vivid language. Mhm. Um, to do so and so I don't I don't really um, think you know if that he, he doesn't want someone to, to pluck out their eye or to cut off their hand right mm-hmm. um, but like what uh, you were talking about before you know if something is causing you to you know not live a, a life of virtue mm-hmm. then you need to you need to do something yeah um, so like redirect yeah your your life so yeah. that's I think that's what he's doing I, I don't know what, what do y'all I, think this is not,
0: not you this is not a test you cannot feel this it's just your. I'm really asking like when you think of hell is this the vision you have is this how you understand hell is meant to be or is do you what do you think about hell there's a general question just say it in, what do I do think about it I think I don't want to list. go there <laughs>
3: I, I think that is it is the absence of the love of God okay and because of that um, no holds are barred <laughs> okay and, and so when you read about like what like in demonology and um, what uh, that that when you like their personalities are all the same essentially yeah um, that they all are zombieish you know, uh, uh, um, no not necessarily zombieish but just they're, they're all hateful and arrogant
0: Oh, oh. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Which is the
3: opposite of what Jesus was, right? Which is loving and kind. You know, okay. You know, mm-hmm. Healing. You know, that the yeah. That there's a destructiveness to them. Self. They're self-destructive, and they're also other-destructive, if possible. Mm. And I th- again, I think it's. Uh, uh, opposite. Richard Rohr says has an interesting thing that uh, when you die, when we die, everyone goes to the same place, but for some people it's heaven, and for others it's hell.
0: Oh, I've heard that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah.
3: I've heard that. Yeah, and I've, and I guess I'll tell this other image, which I think is really great, is um, uh, in in both in heaven and in hell, um, food is served, and everybody has a two foot spoon, but in heaven in heaven we they feed each other. In hell, everyone tries to feed themselves. And so you can't do it because oh the spoon oh. is, is, is too big,
0: yeah, so <laughs> wow. interesting, right? I love that. I think I heard that story when I was in middle school in a in a homily yeah, and i that's a vivid picture for me
1: the spoon one,
0: yeah, okay. and what I love about that is that the only thing keeping people in hell is that tiny bit of like attitude change like that's it's the tiniest all they need to do is turn the spoon around right and they have all that power in their hands yeah they're like they're not waiting for someone you know to come and fix it all they have to do is turn that spoon around it's the tiniest Mm. thing that's i that's a good i love that image Mm. yeah do you think of hell as like a place
1: uh yes and no um I, 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 uh, so recently, uh, Christine was talking about like hell is act- like the lack of God. So it's not necessarily a, a different place, but just mm-hmm. the f- feeling and, you know, through a- anxiety, I know like the, that feeling like that is personal hell for me. Oh. So I feel like, and then we're, we're a spirit. So it's kind of like, I don't know. So I don't think it's a, I don't know. It's bad. It's It's something where I don't want to go. But just the same way I don't have a vision for heaven as well. Mm -hmm. Um, It might just be more of a feeling. Like you were saying, like the lack of healing, a love of God would be painful. Mm -hmm. So you just feel pain. And the opposite uh, of that. And the opposite of that. Yeah. Um, Hmm. But...
0: yeah, You know, in this translation, he uses the word hell. In other translations, he uses the word Gehenna, which is a place near where they were. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm which nice. we can nerd out a little bit on Gehenna, I think. Uh, it was a place of sacrifice to a terrible pagan god. Yep. Oh, okay. So it was, and it happened so much in this place that the the land was basically unredeemable. Okay. Like, they could never use it again for something like good. Like
1: a nuclear bombing. Yeah, it
0: was area. a spiritually nuclear okay. site, yeah. right? And th- so they made it into the garbage dump.
1: Right. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: For the yeah. town. So there's he's really, there. when he's talking about Gehenna to the people, then he's using a reference to an actual place mm-hmm. that they know, okay. right? That is entirely on fire and full of worms.
1: Do you,
3: the you can Jewish. Imagine recoiling. I'm going to like someone here and like oh, not yeah, Gehenna. no, no, no.
0: Right. no let's, yeah, right. I don't want to go there. <laughs>
1: um, did the Jewish faith, does the Jewish faith believe in heaven and hell?
0: Uh-huh. Is, this, is yeah. this a new concept
1: <laughs> that he's introducing to these people?
0: No, but. Okay. There we go. Oh, well done.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: So if you read the scriptures, uh, the Pharisees um, had did have a sense of eternal life. Uh, Nicodemus would have been a good example of that okay. um, in the Gospel of John. But the Sadducees—they um, were the ones who, who held that there was no life after death, and that's where the uh, the question about the um, the woman who marries seven brothers—they were right. trying to trip up Jesus. Like, so who's he married? Who's she married to when she when, he, when when she gets to when they get to heaven?
0: Right. So. Okay. So that's right. You can remember this because the Pharisees, the Sadducees. Sad, sees don't believe in an afterlife, and so they're sad, you see?
1: Gotcha. Huh? Huh?
0: Wow. I'm going to write that down <laughs> that back when that Christ. comes up oh, in my Charlie. normal conversation. <laughs> Speaking of nerding out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do we need to take another break? Yeah, let's take a break. Okay, let's take another break. Think about this. What's your takeaway? If, for instance, you were going to be preaching on this this weekend, what's something you would preach about? <laughs> <laughs> Take a minute to think about that. We'll be right back. back. Hey there, this is Margot Morin, your pastoral associate.
1: And I'm Stephen Antonio, the director of family engagement.
0: We're here from Mary Queen of the Apostles to invite you to try Alpha. Alpha is a series of conversations around the core concepts of Christian faith and the big questions in life. And it's perfect for you, no matter where you are on your faith journey, even if you haven't started on a faith journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, we feed you we give you um, great people to meet and a chance to ask your questions about faith and life with people who will not judge you or even necessarily answer your questions
1: and you can find out when our next series starts on our website at mqoaorg alpha we'll see you there
0: so we're back welcome back we left you hanging on the edge and wanted to know what your takeaway is. What would you preach about? What What do you think people need to hear from this gospel? Anyone? <laughs> <laughs> FM, do you have a thought on that? Uh,
3: there's no reason to go home and sharpen knives, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Right. Uh, I think no. I think that. Um, yeah, I, I think that it's it's as Stephen pointed out. I think both sides, two sides of a coin. That on the one hand, uh, being uh, trusting the loving spirit of God to go where God wants it to go and needs it to go, as the, as the Holy Father said also in that quote, but also recognizing that the, the Holy Spirit actually might, uh, you know, blow into our into our hearts and minds and souls to show us that uh, there's something we need to take care of ourselves uh, before we start worrying about who's doing something for Jesus, yeah. and that if we can continue to grow in holiness, then uh, then. Then that's that's really the that's the goal for all of us. So,
0: I like it. Yeah. How about you, Stephen? What would you preach on?
1: I would um, I would take it like similar to FM. I would take it backwards. Like the goal is to use my name, Mm -hmm. use Jesus' name to heal, to share, to love. Hmm. But first. Figure out what's what's wrong. <laughs> what's <laughs> wrong with you? <laughs> okay. Or yeah. maybe what yeah. is something what's that blocking the ability to do that? Yes, yeah. yeah what's taking you away from Jesus to, and doing that? Um, because he he's clearly encouraging us that it's okay. Yeah, but informing us that you know there might be some blockage. So
0: right, right. Charlie, how about you? Do you have a takeaway?
2: Um, I think I would f- um, focus on. Uh, the fact that um, I guess in today's world, where people are increasingly drawing circles um, around themselves and people that are like them, and, and I would say that um, I would focus on on the fact that the spirit will blow where it wills, yeah. mm-hmm. um, as we talked about earlier, and and how um, we. We need to kind of break down those barriers that are, and that human tendency to um, really to only align our, ourselves with, with people who we think um, are are doing. Um, who they think are only doing God's work. When in ra- reality, many of us are doing God's work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we just, if we were to break down those barriers, we would see it.
0: Yeah yeah I think mine is kind of similar. It's about sort of n- not writing rules where there aren't any mm. right For the way God moves in the world and through us and and that um, the spirit can do amazing things right. through people who give that trust, who you know who the, the spirit can bear fruit mm. in people's work, even when we don't think they're necessarily up to the job, yep. you know, up to our standard.
3: Can I just share one God moment yeah. that happened this morning? Yeah, uh, please. So I came out of the rectory this morning on my way to uh, daily mass. And um, we have some homeless people who sleep outside the porch, outside, right on the, on the grounds. And uh, as I was coming out the door, one of the, the man, there's a couple in the mail, the man jumped up and said, Father, I need to talk to you. And I said, okay. And <laughs> he said, uh, my wife uh, found a $20 bill. And we want to know if it's yours. Oh, wow! And I said, I said I don't think it's mine. I don't think I, I'm pretty good, with, you know. But I said to them, I, I I just I was so touched by it. I just said, you know what? You keep it. And yeah. Um, but I was just so. He said, I wasn't going to let it use any do do anything with it until we knew. Yeah. And uh, I said, wow, that's it. so. There's a great example of you know yeah. the spirit of truth the spirit of honesty blows where it will right mm-hmm. and, right right and these are people who live on the street they have nothing and so and yet mm. you know we're going to take a chance with taking money from from the church so it's very very powerful i, ah, I
0: um, love that um, that's great i love that well thank you so yeah. much for being part of this conversation here at right. our beautiful kitchen table with our branded merch <laughs> and uh we always end with a prayer does anyone want to pray for us today <laughs> you don't have to. I will, but you <laughs> I always like to ask. What kind of look? They're, they were all like. <laughs> oh, I hope.
3: I hope I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, was it your hand wasn't raised? I know Uh-oh, that. Oh, would oh, you just, Would
0: you like to pray for us? Sure. Okay. You,
3: but I always want to give. You know, I know some sure, people are so sure. are the spirit also. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you very much, Margot and Stephen. <laughs> And uh, Charlie, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Gracious and loving God, we give you thanks for all the good things that you give to us, our lives, our faith, and knowledge of the Holy Spirit, and our capacity and ability to see it working in all different places, in all different phases of our lives and the lives of others. We give you thanks for the blessings which we had today that in sharing this these words and, uh, and just sharing our faith in this context. We ask you to watch over all those who hear these words. We ask that you be that they be deepened and strengthened by them, that the Holy Spirit uh, will cover them also. We ask you to continue to watch over us, to bless our work, and to help us to reach those who do not know your Son. We make our prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Thanks, Father Murray, You're welcome, a.k.a. Man. FM. Thanks for being here. And viewers, listeners, thanks for joining us. Have a great week.
1: MQA Sunday is brought to you by Mary Queen the Apostles Parish, located in the historic city of Salem, Massachusetts. Your hosts are Margot Morin, Pastor Associate, and Stephen Antonio, the Director of Family Engagement. The show is recorded in Salem, Massachusetts, and edited by the staff of MQOA. The beta lesson is written by Margot Morin. Find out more about Mary Queen the Apostles Parish on our website, mqoa.org.